And good afternoon and Merry Christmas, GRN listeners. Tuning in right now for your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard, and I'm your host, Sean Rice. On the program every Monday at noon is where you can find us. Uh, again, thank you to everybody tuning in from across the South and Central Texas markets in Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. Uh, we are thankful that you've decided to spend your time joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. Of course, joining me in studio is my wonderful co-host, Alexandra Kubabatu, a.k.a. Alex K., Hey folks, it's great to be here and together Sean and I bring you wonderful discussions highlighting various events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. And today we'll be speaking with Patrick Von Dolan about the good work being done by the San Antonio Family Association and what they're doing to stand up for San Antonio families. Well, that sounds great, Alex. Uh, But of course, uh, before we begin, let's get the show started as we should do in all things, and that's in prayer. So in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Wherever you might be, please join me in meditating along with these words and join us in this beautiful prayer. O God, in your divine wisdom and solicitude for mankind, you instituted marriage for the constitution, for the continuation of the human race, and for the mutual earthly and eternal happiness of men and women. Be so kind as to bless the homes of our beloved country. Give to the manhood of the nation who share in your divine fatherhood a fuller understanding of the dignity and responsibility of their calling. Make them careful providers, gentle protectors, and shining examples of Christian virtue in their homes. Give to the women of America a true realization of the dignity and purpose of motherhood. Let the beautiful example of your most holy mother inspire them with a deep loyalty and constant devotion to their homes. May the life of your divine son inspire a spirit of love, respect, and obedience in the souls of our children. Grant that fathers, mothers, and children may in their souls have charity, which is the bond of perfection. May the peace of Christ reign in their hearts and homes so that, instructed by the example of your holy family, they may be received received by you into their eternal home. Through Christ our Lord, Amen. St. John the Apostle. Pray for us. St. Joseph, head of the Holy Family. Pray for us. Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. And yes, it is still Christmas time. Yes. The church gives us a wonderful eight days uh, for the octave of Christmas. But again, depending on uh, your own traditions and such, uh, I've heard from a from different folks, uh, you know, when do they stop celebrating Christmas? And it varies. What what happens in your home, Alex? Yeah, well, we celebrate it all the way up to the Feast of the Epiphany. Okay. That, that's, you know, that's what I've traditionally learned that it should be. Um, I don't know if there's other variations to that, but that's what we do. <laughs> well, I've spoke uh, to, to some priests and, you know, some other, um, you know, faithful Catholics and whatnot. Uh, and I've been told that sometimes they, in fact, will celebrate up to, I believe it is the presentation, uh, which is about February 2nd time frame. In okay. fact, I was reading about that uh, yesterday. I was lear- learning about, of course, you have, you know, Christmas, the octave of Christmas and the Christmas season, and you've got uh, Christmas tide and such. So uh, very interesting stuff. And, you know, uh, that's, I guess, one of the things that's so beautiful about our church is that we there's still so much to learn. Uh, we all can still remain students of the faith. Yes. Um, so 
Again, uh, just uh, beautiful things uh, that the church offers us. Uh, so a lot to get caught up on. In fact, I want to tell everybody about how we spent our Christmas. Uh, my wife and I, uh, my wife, uh, Ubi and I, we did a destination Christmas. Yes. Yeah, so we actually went out to um, Ruidoso, New Mexico. We were hoping to see snow and some white stuff on the ground when we woke up Christmas morning. That did not happen. Um, but we did get a chance to spend time um we went on a horseback ride that she set up. We went wow. to White Sands National Park. Uh, you and I were just talking about, yes, you know, yes. being able to make snow angels. Unfortunately, <laughs> we didn't have any snow, but the <laughs> wife did make uh, some sand angels, you know, with the white yes. sand out there. <laughs> oh, of course. Next best thing. And of course, uh, you know, we did, uh, you know, we did the vigil mass uh, there in Ruido. So beautiful mass, uh, you know, out there. Uh, we had, of course, a, a nice dinner, a, a nice time. And it was, it's great that knowing that, the church as universal as it is, that the same mass that was celebrated there, the same mass is celebrated uh, maybe in a different form or so, but the readings and such, depending on what time you went to, is celebrated everywhere because we ring, we rung in, of course, the birth of our Savior, yes. the greatest gift that God has ever given us, you know, his very own son to come into this world, Emmanuel, God with us, to, to come for us. Absolutely. And how, how did you spend yours? Okay, well, we did. <laughs> you did a road trip, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, we did have a road trip, a Texas roundabout uh, road trip. We, we visited Houston and Dallas and Laporte and Corsicana. We just uh, went all over. Uh, we started off our first night in Houston. We went. We took a Herman Park train ride, visited the Houston Museum of Natural Science. How was that? Oh, that was amazing. They had a... Uh, a display of um, Egyptian tombs and Egyptian things. It was uh, the the Pharaoh uh, a thing, and oh my goodness! At the end, um, it was really interesting. You see all kinds of artifacts from back then, and you know stories and videos and things. And um, and at the end, you see actual. And I didn't expect this, but you see actual mummies, like mm. you know deceased people, like. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, I'm thinking these pharaohs should be laid to rest. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, I guess they're pharaohs. They, that's what they signed up for, right? <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was very, very fun. I'm still recovering though. But. No, I understand what that's like. Uh, we drove, uh, of course, uh, about nine plus, uh, it was about nine hours or so. And then mm-hmm. the stopping and whatnot. We took our little dog, Chica, with us also. So yeah. she was a good sport. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it was a, it was a great time. Uh, but you know, before we get started, I want to throw a birthday, a belated birthday greeting, uh, to our wonderful, uh, Archbishop Gustavo. Uh, may the Lord bless you, your excellency, uh, with an abundance of good health, love, and joy. His birthday was on the 21st. Uh, so that was a couple, you know, uh, that was actually the following day after we already had our, our show prior to um, you know that mm-hmm. uh, again I can't help but mention that the GRN car raffle just kicked off so for details you can visit grnonline.com forward slash raffle uh, you can also call us here at the office at 210-579-9844 or you can also visit us on you know on on facebook and such for for those details uh please go you know visit our grn south and central texas facebook group page for more details uh, one thing i wanted to uh, you know throw out there also is that the san antonio young catholics new year's eve party okay 
Okay, so they're coining this the best New Year's Eve party in town. Uh, this is going to take place 7 p.m. Um, to 12 a.m. on December 31st. Believe it or not, that's this coming Friday. Already? New Year's Eve already is oh this gosh. coming Friday. Yes, uh, they're going to have also adoration and mass uh, after, of course, the dancing and the celebrating um, and the getting together and just enjoying, um, you know, the the abundant blessings that God has, um, you know, blessed us with. And they're going to finish and cap off the eating, of course, you know, with with holy mass. Um, and what better way to do that oh, to yeah, bring in the sure. new year, giving thanks to our Lord uh, for the goodness that you know he, He's placed upon us. Uh, that party is going to be taking place at Saint Mary Magdalene Catholic Church. Uh, you'll hear the spots running. Um, you know, on the, you know, on your local station here, uh, the point of contact for this is going to be Donnie Walker, uh, who happens to also be one of our sponsors, um, you know, of the GRN South and Central Texas. Uh, so if you're listening, Donnie, thank you so much for your, um, you know, continued support. Uh, we hope that you have a great turnout at this party that you're, you're coordinating, um, to learn more about this party. You can call him, um, Donnie Walker at 210 378 0878 or learn more about the event on Facebook um, and visit the San Antonio Young Catholic NYE Party. Again, that's um, go to Facebook SA Young Catholic NYE Party. So, um, of course, we're going to we're, we're going to be starting a conversation with Mr. Patrick Von Dolan. Uh, he is one of the founding members, of course, of the San Antonio Family Association. Um, he's gone. He's on to discuss about, you know, the the many great things, the, the great work that they do uh, to help stand up for the family. You know, we were just discussing, um, you know, Alex and I uh, yesterday being the feast of the Holy Family. What there's no better model yes. uh, to to look at, you know, the the holiness within that model. Jesus came and you know decided to come into this world. He could have came any which way he wanted to. You know, he could have came as this, you know, this glamorous, you know, uh, this person, um, this glamorous deity. You know, yes. but no, he decided to humble himself and come as an infant among us, born into a family, a mother, a father. Um, you know, and and of course. Um, they're the model for us. Yes. You know, so again, we're, uh, we're going to be having, uh, that conversation. In fact, we're going to get that started now. So, uh, if you would, you know, let's go ahead and welcome Mr. Patrick Von Dolan of the San Antonio Family Association, um, to the program. Welcome to the program, Patrick. How are you today? Howdy, howdy. Merry Christmas. Merry it's- Christmas indeed, Patrick. You know, for our listeners who aren't familiar with you, uh, and who aren't familiar with the San Antonio Family Association, why don't you first start by telling us a, a little bit about um, you know yourself, where you go to church. Tell us a little bit about your family um, and what got you started with the San Antonio Family Association and how that came about. Well, thank you very much for having me, Sean. It's great to be here in your new, in your new digs, and um, <laughs> we haven't been on the show here at the new in the in the new studio except for the fall radio, Sean. Uh, fall radio Sherathon, and uh, where we brought had the tenth annual charity dove hunt for the San Antonio Family Amen. Association, and then and then. Um, uh, came here to give those proceeds as a matching gift. Yeah. So it's great to be back. And Merry Christmas to y'all. Just just on that note, uh, uh, just for official church teaching, goes through the baptism. Christmas goes through the baptism, the uh, the feast of the baptism of our Lord uh, on January 9th. And uh, but I remember yes. celebrating it back when the when the liturgical year would would actually the calendar the season would actually continue, go through February 2nd, uh, the presentation yeah. of our Lord. But yes. it does go through January 9th. So we we are the we're the lone ones that will keep our uh, in our neighborhood that keep our 
um, our decorations outside, our yes. manger scene outside, and everything. And um, the uh, and we usually get a letter from our homeowner association <laughs> about that. And I get a chance, to, I get a chance to respond again. And that's part of the reason why we started the San Antonio Family Association. <laughs> if anybody wants that, you can email info at San Antonio Family Association in my responses to my homeowner association about about our religious liberty to be able to continue to do that. Uh, before I do uh, go into my about myself, I wanted to give some my because we're going to discuss a couple things that yeah. are important to San Antonians and that are going to come up and attack the family and our own religious liberty. I want to give a quote that I'll finish with as well, but start with this uh, right now. Jesus overcame death. God brings life from death. The attitude of a child of God is not one of resignation to a possibly tragic fate. It is the sense of achievement of someone who has a foretaste of victory. In the name of the, this victorious love of Christ, we Christians should go out into the world to be sowers of peace and joy through everything we say and do. We have to fight a fight of peace against evil, against injustice, against sin. Thus do we serve notice that the present condition of mankind is not definitive. Only the love of God shown in the heart of Christ will attain our glorious spiritual triumph. So I share that with you because uh, on any given day, families can be having a hard day, and, and uh, including our own, and, and, uh, because there's one, only one perfect family. And we're all, they're, they're the model for us, and that's the, uh, as the subject of our show today. So my name is Patrick Von Dolan. I'm one of the four founders of San Antonio Family Association. Actually, the, the corporate name is actually St. Anthony Family Association, and uh, we have a assumed name uh, doing business as San Antonio Family Association. We, we have expanded into, into Texas family as well as we go, as we go statewide. And, uh, but we founded the San Antonio Family Association back essentially June 13th, uh, 2011. And just over 10 years ago, we are in our 10th anniversary. And you can go and find out more information at SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com. But we uh, responded, actually, Mike Kanofke, one of the other founding board members who's the president of SAFA, uh, for short, is um, uh, found from the Catholic League that uh, an announcement that a play was going to be performed here in the city of San Antonio called the Corpus Christi play. And the Corpus Christi play, if you don't know, uh, matter of fact, parents, if you have a child listening, just um, just be caught. I'll give a, an expression today, just so you get a, a feel for it. But I'm not um, just so you know that uh, we're going to discuss some content here that won't go too deep, but but uh, we'll at least give you some an idea of what we're facing. But uh, this play, Corpus Christi play, portrayed Jesus Christ and his disciples as promiscuous homosexuals with lewd sex acts happening to a man playing Jesus while he's hanging on the cross, and. What we came to find out was not only was that play being performed here in San Antonio, but it was also being used, taxpayer dollars were being used to, to put on that play, $143,000 worth. Well, as family men ourselves, uh, we couldn't stand for that. We had, to, we had to act. Sure. Oh, wow. And there's the first break already. Hold that thought, Patrick. Uh, sorry to cut you off like that. Uh, we'll be right back after this break to continue and get started on this important conversation regarding protecting the family. Keep it tuned in right there. The University of Dallas, a sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network, has produced a documentary-style miniseries called The Quest that recently aired on EWTN television and is now available to everyone at no charge. The Quest draws on scripture, history, and literature to explore the Christian life as a narrative of joyful courage in troubled times. 
Each of the five episodes can be viewed by visiting quest.udallas.edu. That's quest.udallas.edu. This is a Messy Family Minute from Mike and Alicia Hernan. The deepest desire for many of us as parents is to pass on the faith to our children. And to do that, parents need to be very intentional. First, we need to look at ourselves and live our faith authentically, because more is caught than taught. Most kids, especially teens, sense hypocrisy quickly. So we need to live a life of humility by asking for forgiveness, acting with charity, and loving generously. Next, create a unified Catholic culture in your family. We are called to be in the world, but not of the world. So we cannot be afraid to be countercultural. And last, don't protect children from every failure because suffering brings maturity. We need to remember that Christ promised us the cross, but he also promised to be with us every step of the way. When we teach this to our children, we are guiding them into mature faith in Christ who will satisfy all the longing of their hearts. For more information and resources, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Hi listeners, Sean here. Join me in this short meditation on the birth of Jesus. From Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. And the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. On behalf of all of us here at the GRN in South and Central Texas, have a blessed Christmas celebration. May God bless you and Mary smile upon you. Amen. And welcome back, folks. Again, this is Sean Rice. I'm your host for In His Vineyard. We're being joined in studio today with Mr. Patrick Von Dolan of the San Antonio Family Association. And before I rudely interrupted Patrick, I'm going to go ahead and let him pick up where he left off and telling us about the whole, you know, the, the reason for the, the, fi- the founding of the San Antonio Family Association. Go ahead and pick up where you left off, Patrick, please. So as when we go in into a confessional and we, we tell a priest if that doesn't know us, if, we, if we're going to a priest, some people like to go to different priests for confession, and um, whereas there's great benefit to going to a priest to, for confession that, that knows you. But when I go in, I'll say I'm a, I'm a married man of 25 years, just celebrated 25th anniversary with nine children, just so they know something about me if it's a new priest. And, um, but... Uh, you asked me to tell a little bit about myself, and and uh, but my wife and I met at Texas A&M University. Woo! And <laughs> the um, uh, but she's from San Antonio, went to Churchill High School, class of '88. I'm from Goliad, Texas. Remember the album? Remember Goliad? Yeah. Was raised there, and then actually graduated from Austin Westlake. Went there the last three years, class of '88, and we went. We went both went to Texas A&M. Was in the Corps Cadets there, and we met our senior year and uh, summer before our senior year. And then dated for a while, and, and uh, my wife was a convert, and we uh, got married November 30th, 96. And then we, uh, our first child was born Jan- uh, September 19th, Feast of Januarius, mm-hmm. uh, our San Gennaro, whose blood just liquefied again, yeah. and on the 16th, and, you know, really cool uh, story on him. But the, uh, and then we've been blessed with nine children so far. Amen. And uh, so we, uh, we had a great Christmas as well. So that's a little bit about us, and we've, we've been here, and we're about to send one of our children off our oldest son to John Paul II University in just north of San Diego, California for a gaming degree. And uh, as Pope John Paul II said, we have, as to be light to the world, we have to be involved in all things. Yeah. <clears throat> and one of those things that, that some people were inspired, I forget the founder's name, but John Paul II, the great university in California, but was to get 
people give people help people get degrees in uh, movies and um, yeah, media, gaming and yeah. to, to be part of the pop be part of the pop culture yeah. and influence because it's so imp- important and and we also have a child going to University of Dallas uh, Wilson Luke and, and then two at A and M uh, and uh, then uh, the rest are in, all here in grade school here in San Antonio in public school um, Great Hearts Northern Oaks and then also uh, uh, Northeast ISD so. Um, I mentioned that because we, we have an issue with going on with Northeast ISD that we're, as parents, parents need to be concerned about as well, yeah. but Johnson High School, Tex Hill Middle School, and so we're scattered everywhere. Yeah. But um, the uh, we, as we're called to be light to the world, uh, as I finished, as you so rudely interrupted me, <laughs> the, um, uh, we, uh, when I finished with, we had to act. That was my yes. last words, and we had to act. And so as Catholic Christians, we're called to be that leaven in the world. And, but we're also called, as, as yesterday's reading in um, St. Paul's letter to Colossians, the Feast of the Holy Family, it says, Brothers and sisters, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has grievance against, the other, against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also do. So we had a grievance. Mm-hmm. We had a serious grievance, and that those grievances can happen privately in our homes in personal situations, but it can also happen publicly. And in these public situations, we had to act. And so we spent 17 days on our knees in front of the San Pedro Playhouse, St. Peter's Playhouse, uh, in the city of San Anthony, uh, on our knees praying for these people. And the first night, we had over 400 people there wow. and uh, that, that had gathered, and um, we met a lot of uh, people that have now continued with us through these 10 years in continuing to advocate uh, for not only our religious liberty, but also for our fundamental rights. And and um, so we prayed for 17 days. There's still pictures of us with our children from 10 years ago. Uh, they were much younger and smaller then, but mm-hmm. we're on our knees praying, and it's on Q San Antonio, still pictures of us there. And uh, but we followed that after the 17 days. We followed that into the budgetary process for the city of San Antonio and the arts of, uh, culture of arts uh, program has changed now the name. But we went through to the budget of 2012, which was passed on September 15, 2011, and it did three things. Not only did it increase the funding of the Twisted Arts, sadly, and um, but it also uh, implemented domestic partner benefits, promoting cohabitation, and which undermines marriage. It's sure. City of San Antonio's yeah. first act to undermine marriage, official act to undermine marriage. And then increase the funding of unplanned pregnancy services, which we all know is code word for abortion-related yes. things. Right. And so that, uh, through that one year, 2011, it um, we created the San Antonio Family Association, the San Anthony Family Association, also known as SAFA. And we uh, began to advocate for the family in the public square. So our motto is protect, defend, and promote the yes. family in the public square, our mission. And... Um, so that's what we do because we're called to do that, as I just read in St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, and and we had a public grievance, and and families are busy, families, uh, moms and dads are busy with their children, and not that we're not, but um, we happen to have an ability, a gift here that's been given to us by God, and we had to exercise it. Yeah. And I was raised by um, my my dad was a former state rep for 14 years, and and uh, we've been in the public fight. Both of our uh, Mike Kanofsky and my dad are both attorneys. The other two founders all, all agreed, uh, Danny and Jason, all agreed that we had to act, we had to do something. And 
um, we had the ability to do that. And so we did. And while we didn't win those battles, uh, we brought lots of attention to it. We made the argument. We stood as a light in the darkness yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, to fulfill that mission. And a lot of times we can't do that. As St. Teresa said, we're, call- we're called to be faithful, not necessarily fruitful. Yes. And um, so uh, we, we were certainly that. And so we continue that through this day. And one of the things that happened up, there are many different battles that have been happened through the 10 years and, and uh, some devastating um, one of those battles that led up after the non-discrimination, after the domestic part benefits was implemented in, in a, with the 2012 budget, which promoted cohabitation. That's cohabitation mm-hmm. of both homosexual and heterosexual. Yeah. And and uh, we both know, we all know that statistically, if uh, two if a, two young people or anybody live together before they get married, they have a 55% chance likelihood of getting civilly divorced, right. whereas 40%. Well, these are first-time marriages, and and uh, so forty percent likelihood of you getting divorced if you don't marry, live together. But if you cohabitate, it increases by over fifteen percent. Right. So it's detrimental. And as Jesus came, yes, God the Father sent His Son into the family yeah. as a as a statement, as you alluded to earlier, and, and He sent that. And that's the statement that the family is the core and the basic building block of society. Amen. And um, so He did that on purpose, and we know through. The revelation, the personal revelation, or the public revelation through Fatima, uh, that the last attack is going to be on the family, and so we uh, have rallied and, and had lots of volunteers helping join us and members, and in, uh, in the thousands now, and so we're very grateful for that. But that battle of that twenty twelve budget, matter of fact, that was the first letter we were able to get a letter from Archbishop Gustavo Garcia Sierra. He had just been uh, installed here as the ordinary. And so he's been here just 11 years, and, and uh, we went to him and asking him for a letter to guide city council. And so fast forward to September 5th, 2013, and that was a day that was, lives in infamy for our city, the city of St. Anthony, in which the city passed 8-3 to three in the city council vote, uh, what's called a non-discrimination ordinance, a very adju- unjust uh, ordinance that says that you create a special class of people based on their sexual orientation and gender identity. Well, uh, that's a chosen lifestyle. And the um, while there's um, mm-hmm. uh, lots of debate out there about this issue, uh, the church and its standing is very clear, and this is not only an attack on uh, Christianity and Christians, but on our religious liberty because it sought to restrict Christian business owners from their ability to function and operate their business as they wanted to and, and it's an attack against religious liberty where you can't speak out and they tried to throw some things in there like veterans couldn't discriminate against veterans and and uh seniors and which are already protected uh situations so they threw this in there but what they said was that if you're doing business with the city of san antonio or you work for the city of san antonio any anybody in any part of the city of san antonio uh in the, the official city of san antonio government and then anyone who contracted with them, they could not discriminate against these people based on sexual orientation and gender identity, also known as SOGI. Mm-hmm. And so we rallied. We were the leading force in rallying. We had almost a, over 900 people, almost 1,000 people that we rallied to come down to city council chamber, set a new record on that. And uh, thank God the, the uh, Christian community responded, and, 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 lar- and Catholics as well as Protestants. And uh, through what we had started with a loose hell co- uh, coalition called the Responsible Government Coalition with a bunch of pastors and everything, we helped start. And we rallied all these people. Two-thirds of the crowd was with us, and the city council still voted for it, eight to three. 
and uh, put it in there. And one of the interesting things is for your facilities here, the, the studios here, um, you can have protection from this uh, this this law now a non-discrimination ordinance is a law is a local law that's what an ordinance is and so this non-discrimination ordinance which is a local law states that um, for Guadalupe Radio Network you, know, you can have protections from this uh, in the city of San Antonio if you only allow Catholics to come in here and our faith our members of, uh, of Guadalupe Radio Network which you don't necessarily have membership but you have listeners. And um, so if you let anyone else come in here, you would, you would not have the protection of your religious liberty. You'd have to fall under this. And, and if you did business with the city of San Antonio. And uh, so we fought it. We lost. We responded. There's uh, what's called in the city charter. So every uh, United States has a constitution, right? Texas has a constitution. And then you have what's called general law cities in the, city, in the state of mm-hmm. Texas and home rule cities. There's two different kinds of cities. Most cities are general law cities. They fall under the law of the state of Texas, statutes of the state of Texas. And But San Antonio, like many other cities uh, now, are growing in number as they become bigger. Um, they uh, Fair Oaks is the latest example. Become ho- they, Their citizens vote to become a home rule city where they create their own charter, their own constitution called a city charter that governs them. And the citizens have a way to respond to bad city council votes. It's called a, a referendum initiative. And we uh, found out the hard way that our referendum, referendum initiative was very onerous. And uh, we had 40 days to collect 61,000 signatures. And we collected about 17,000 signatures in those days and found out the hard way of, of that we weren't nearly organized enough to do that. And it's mm-hmm. almost impossible. That's based on the number of, of registered voters. And so we had 610 registered voters in the city of San Antonio at the time in 2011. Now we have a, almost a million five hundred thousand. So what's about to come up in front of city council is an expansion of that non-discrimination ordinance. And you have it in your hands there, and uh, we have it on our website. <clears throat> it's an expansion of the non-discrimination ordinance that uh, expands into private businesses. So no longer is this just about the city of San Antonio government, the government itself, and any businesses that contract with the city, mm-hmm. it goes out to now any business in the city of San Antonio that has 15 or more employees mm-hmm. is about to be uh, discriminated against or potentially discriminated against um, and by the city. And this is, um, is seen as, as um, uh, well, constitutional in this case that when you go back to Obergfeld, Supreme Court decision, a lot of people can say, "Well, this decision's over. We're 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 done with this, and and we have to we can, we have to abide by this." Well, no, we don't. Right. And uh, but what this does is it takes that sexual orientation, gender identity, special class protections, expands them into any business that has fifteen or more employees, mm-hmm. privately held. And so there are many Catholic business owners. There's many Christian business, just other all Christian business owners out there that have uh, fifteen or more employees. While most businesses in San Antonio are smaller than that, and um, as in America, uh, but there are plenty that do. And mm-hmm. so we're looking for uh, people, uh, business owners who have 15 or more employees. And because we learned the hard way as it went, as we lost here and we couldn't you yeah. get through the referendum initiative, we couldn't get the issue on the ballot because you have to get those 61,000 signatures back mm-hmm. in 2011. We had to get those in 40 days to get the issue put on the ballot so citizens could vote on it. Right. Well, we wanted to be prepared to do that this time, but now there's a million five hundred thousand registered voters in the city of San Antonio. That means you have to get one hundred fifty thousand signatures on a petition in forty days. Right. Wow. And, yeah. You know, and, and Patrick, I just want to interject here really quick and just to uh, point out that 
this is not a political issue. It's not. This is a family issue. This is not about um, you know whatever, however way you you want to vote at the at the polls, right? Of course, that that has some influence in it. But um, if we look to the identity of our church, this is first and foremost the protection of the family is is the most important. The definition of what a family entails is 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 what we should be protecting as Catholics. Um, so for you folks out there who might be thinking, you know. This is uh, we're gonna we're gonna go and and talk about you know politics and you know how to vote and things like that. We need to vote with our conscience. We need to vote with not just your conscience though, but a well informed conscience. A well informed conscience, yeah. very good. Yeah, because yeah. you know we we need to know what the teachings of our church is. It's it's not about um, the the going the way the culture wants us to go. You know what what is your truth? You know my truth. His truth. There is no other truth but Jesus Christ. Amen. And and the way that um, our tradition and our, the magisterium has dictated that 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 God uh, it wants us to live and, and modeling the Holy Family and protecting that model through our actions Amen. and our involvement in in SAFA and, and all the other organizations is important. Uh, Patrick, my question to you is, um, how can we, not only as Catholics, but also non-Catholics who are listening in other denominations, because uh, it's not just Christians who want protection of the family. I, I want to put that out there, too. There's also non-Christian religious entities out there who are also... In, are in favor of protecting the dignity of the family. So it's, it's yeah. not just Christians. Um, but how can we be involved in this to do our part? Thank you for the question. And your point is exactly correct because, uh, and we know from Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 through 28, God made them male and female to multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And so uh, absolutely um, we are called, and it's not just Christians, it's yes. non-Christians as well that'll be, that'll be persecuted through this or potentially persecuted through this. Um, so what can we do? We can respond and help uh, San Antonio Family Association is trying to in- educate people on this issue. This is, this is an issue that is, that is not political, but it has been politicized. Yes. And much like the abortion issue has been politicized. Mm-hmm. And uh, many people um, will say, well, you are a political organization. I said, no, we're not. We're very much focused on intrinsic issues mm-hmm. and those intri- many of those intrinsic issues have been politicized so i appreciate you saying that uh in this case we need to respond through first pray about it that's why we're here today on the feast of the holy family is to is because protection defense and promotion of the of the family is the core essential to our long-term domestic prosperity not only in our in our domestic churches our homes but also in society at large yes. and because if the family falls so will our society mm-hmm. and so this the point of this is to educate, remind people of the, of, uh, the dignity of family through the Holy Family, our model. Amen. And then also to um, encourage, educate, and motivate people to pray about. And to, because we can't just be prayerful, we have to be uh, contemplative and conquering our uh, prayerful and uh, at, and take that prayer into action. Yes. And uh, so I appreciate you saying that the. Uh, before long, they postponed this this uh, measure. They did have this. So what this is in your hands is called a council consideration request. In short, a CCR is referred to. But what it takes to get a, a bill mm-hmm. for uh, or a piece of legislation considered before city council 
is for six city councilmen to sign what's called a council And this is for the case. local government? This, this is the local government. Okay. And uh, each of them have their processes and procedures for how you, how you pass a law. And those laws in the city of San Antonio are called ordinances. And uh, here you have to have six signatures by, uh, you have somebody proposing it, and then five others sign on to, to put it on the mm-hmm. agenda for consideration. What it, the process should happen is this um, expansion of the non-discrimination ordinance should go before the governance committee first. And we're, so we're watching the city council agendas, and, and then um, uh, we have our man on the wall doing that, and uh, as long as he's not asleep. And uh, we'll make sure that, um, mm-hmm. that it, when, as soon as it comes up, we'll announce to everybody that it's before the governor's uh, committee. And then it will go, if passed, it'll go to the city council. Now, there's been some pushback already publicly on this because of uh, the business community. So the business community seemingly went along with the first version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, in the, interestingly enough, um, most business people, many, not most, but many business people, big businesses here in the city of San Antonio, uh, they're all about business. Mm -hmm. It seems that sometimes their morality goes out the window, sadly, unfortunately, tragically, and because it's all about business for them. While they might be liberal or conservative outside the city of San Antonio, uh, they ignore all that for what's happening here and and they Mm -hmm. just want, because they don't want it to upset their business. So we have to educate and pray for those people Mm -hmm. be willing to stand up and put their money where their mouth is to stand up for what's true and right. Uh, The second part, so that's pray pray about the situation, pray for those people, especially business owners that have 15 or more employees to be motivated to act. The third is uh, be prepared to respond to, to to the call to go down to city council, uh, to citizens be heard, whether it be a Wednesday evening citizen be heard or a Thursday morning, mm. and to let uh, them know, let city council know. Not that that's going to stop them because they voted against. We filled the chambers yeah. last time; they still voted against us. But we mm. sent we have an email campaign. We'll be sending out uh, so an email campaign, a phone call campaign, and we'll do all that. But we know, unfortunately, if they go on and pass this, that. Uh, there's really no way to respond because the referendum initiative through the city charter was changed back in 1997 uh, and made virtually impossible, onerous to be able to do it. We'd have to collect 150,000 signatures in 40 days, virtually mm-hmm. impossible. Uh, and um, the uh, so in order to do that, that's why you saw back in 2013 when we lost the non-discrimination ordinance here in San Antonio, we weren't able to respond to citizens. It went to the city of Houston. And the city of Houston is a, it's a home rule city as well. But you had the fall of the Alamo, uh, the repeat of the fall of Alamo again, and then it goes to Houston, and Houston uh, pa- City Council passes it, but the citizens were able to respond because they had six months to collect 27,000 signatures. So if you know your math and you know yeah. city, uh, Houston is the second largest city in the United States of America, and um, it's two-thirds, or it's, it's more than double San Antonio sure. in size, and and uh, they only had to collect twenty seven thousand signatures, and they had six months to do it. They were able to get it on the ballot, and uh, they the citizens voted it down. So we had the fall of the Alamo and the and the victory at the Battle of San Jacinto again, repeat mm-hmm. from eighteen thirty six. Yeah, and uh, so we want to make, but they learned from us as well in that process. We were able to share a lot of information with them in, in Houston, and uh, which is what led to us going statewide as Texas family, but. This issue at hand is uh, you might know that, and a lot of the listeners might know that uh, the board members of the city of San Antonio Family Association are in a lawsuit right now against the city of San Antonio uh, over the banning of Chick-fil-A from the San Antonio airport. So back um, in 2019, Mm -hmm. the city council in its 
sarcastically, infinite wisdom, not, um, they um, passed a, an ordinance where they passed a, a concessionaire's, uh, mm-hmm. a new concessionaire for the city of San Antonio airport. Mm-hmm. So this public airport, international airport, the concessionaire chooses what has, comes with a slate of restaurants. And uh, the, the, the concessionaire they chose was Paridas La Gadari. But it is at one of their restaurants on there was Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. a very popular restaurant throughout uh, the United States of America. Well, the founder of Chick Fil A, Mr. Kathy, who's deceased now, was a Baptist man, uh, had a strongly held religious conviction on marriage between a man and a woman, which is nothing new. It's time timeless. God right. installed, and as the Holy Family, man Amen. and woman, and the uh, because of that. We'll come uh, back to that, I guess. Yeah, we're going to come back to that, folks. Again, sorry to cut you off, Patrick. Uh, it means uh, That music means we're going to take a break. Having a great conversation here with Patrick Von Dolan of the San Antonio Family Association. Keep it tuned in right there on your local GRN Catholic radio station. We'll be right back. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Christmas Minute. Have you ever heard people object to gold and gilded ornaments in a Catholic church? Have you ever heard them question the purpose of burning incense? How do we answer them? Simple. We answer them by pointing out the three gifts of the wise men at Christmas. If gold and incense can be brought to a stable, they can certainly be brought to a church. What do these three gifts mean? G.K. Chesterton says they represent three prophecies about the Christ child. Gold, that he should be crowned like a king. Frankincense, that he should be worshipped like a god. And myrrh, that he should be buried like a man. The first two are marvelous and obvious. The third is a wonder. Want more than a minute? Visit our website at Chesterton. It was somewhat of an accident, and I have a lot of windshield time driving for work, and usually I'm listening to my gospel music, and so I wanted to find something else different, and so I started scrolling, I found Guadalupe Radio, I started listening to it on a regular basis, and what I realized, had I found this station years ago, my conversion would have probably happened years ago. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. And welcome back, listeners. This is Sean Rice, your host for In His Vineyard, joined with, uh, of course, my co-host, Miss Alexandra Kubabatu. Uh, we're joined in studio having a great conversation uh, with Patrick Von Dolan of the San Antonio Family Association. Before we went to break, he was discussing with us, of course, uh, the, you know, the 
well, I guess it's not so recent now, but the you know the court case with Chick Fil A yeah. and uh, the, the you were telling us about the founder. Well, there's a relevance to this sure. while we're talking about the Holy Family and and how we're called as family as families today, imperfect families today, to model after them. Uh, the attack on the family continues, Amen. and um, so we have to stand up for it, and as we're called by the gospel to do so. Uh, but so we we uh, when the city council in March 2019 approved a new concessionaire contract for the city of San Antonio Airport. Uh, they Right after they approved it, they removed Chick-fil-A from that. And there's a whole story behind that, but uh, based on time. So they removed Chick-fil-A from that. Well, that breaks city processes, and, and, but Chick-fil-A didn't sue on that. But what, were, what happened was that became an issue based on the non-discrimination ordinance. So one of the comments that was made by the Trevino, uh, Councilman Trevino of Trevino Amendment said that the Chick-fil-A doesn't, comply with the city's non-discrimination ordinance and does not represent the values of the city of San Antonio. Well, he's deciding what new values, not what the city, not the city of San Anthony. And, um, so that was exactly used in, in the, the removal of Chick-fil-A from the airport concession stand. So the state legislature responded. The governor signed into the law what's called the Save Chick-fil-A law and it went into effect on September 1st, 2019. And the San Antonio Family Association board members uh, sued on September 5th, the anniversary of the non-discrimination ordinance. September 5th, 2019, we issued our, uh, filed our lawsuit against the city of San Antonio for religious discrimination of Chick-fil-A based on how its stance of the, of the, of, uh, deeply held uh, religious convictions on marriage and then also uh, giving to Christian organizations like Fellowship of Christian Athletes and Salvation Army that have in the past made statements about upholding marriage between a man and a woman. And so we filed that and we just, and through that process, we actually won January 19th. We won at local district court. Uh, the city was surprised. We were surprised. And uh, by the grace of God, we won that. And our, our attorney did fantastic. And uh, the the judge was responsive and made a prudential judgment, and uh, really great. Uh, but the city did respond with an appeal to the fourth court of appeals. We, they won there. They over, uh, overturned the local district court uh, decision. We appealed this to the to Texas Supreme Court, and we appeared before them October twenty eighth yeah, of this recently, year. Recently, actually, yeah, of this year. So it's been a two year process, and and uh, so we're looking forward to that decision coming out from the Texas Supreme Court. It'll be soon, but certainly before June. But it could take a while, but we, we're confident. And there's a connection for another conversation about uh, with with uh, the Save Chick-fil-A law, our lawsuit, and the heartbeat law. Yeah. And uh, so there's an intricate connection between that. We'll have to save for another conversation. Uh, but based on that, um, so we have now we're facing the non-discrimination ordinance that's going to expand in the private sector. And just for everybody's note, our your your predecessor Richard Reyna, and uh, we've <laughs> talked about this on the radio before. But we we had told you we we brought in a thousand people, uh, about nine hundred to a thousand people for that that September fifth, twenty thirteen, uh, vote. But through that, we had meetings after meetings. We were attending at city council, and we and were encouraging people to come and speak their mind and speak out. And we got lots of people engaged. And even Richard Reyna got down there and and, uh, and spoke before city council was numerous times and did a great job with that. And also got some of my children to go down and do the same. Yeah. And uh, but we had, we were, had to fill them. People were motivated. We needed that kind of motivation again, even more so because now it goes into private sector. Yeah. That means it restricts our free enterprise and our free markets, and and will restrict business owner conscience rights. And discriminate mm-hmm. against us for having religious convictions. Yeah. And that doesn't. That's not just Christians, as you said, and mm-hmm. and um, it's not just Christians. So we have to be able to respond. One of the things we're, we are considering doing, and I'm going to announce this on the radio because we need uh, to know who 
uh, any business owner that's concerned about this, especially has 15 or more employees, to contact us at info at San Antonio Family Association.com because our same lawyer who's representing us in the lawsuit against uh, the city of San Antonio over the banning of Chick-fil-A from the airport, uh, we are planning on filing a lawsuit. What was that website again, Patrick? In San Antonio Family Association.com. The email is info, I-N-F-O, at San Antonio Family Association.com. And I'm just, I, I want, we want the city to know. We want yes. To know we're gonna that's how we have to respond great now you know i want to kind of uh bring it back home a little bit because we're in this situation for a reason i mean it's been um we this this um discrimination against what the family model should be didn't happen overnight that's true it, it happened over a series of decisions Within the family, within each within each of our homes, right, um, with the brokenness and with, with all of these things. So, um, <clears throat> can you please speak to us about how can we start within our own family? We, I mean, some right now we're speaking, and a lot of us who are listening are in agreement, and we're kind of preaching to the choir per se. But we have our family members, maybe our brothers and sisters, our aunts and uncles, who are not on the same page. How can we at home, from your experience and your family life, model, you know, in, in, in very simple ways, um, evangelize to those around us so that we can kind of plant the seeds, plant the seeds um, that will grow into having a society that will um, follow the way God intended? Well, Sometimes the choir needs to be preached to, right? Yes. So that's why we go to mass every every Sunday, especially, and yes. we need to be preached to and and uh, to be re-energized, motivated. So yes, I appreciate that. The best thing we can do is model the Holy Family, and not only Joseph and how he was. Um, we don't hear a lot from him; it's relatively silent, but his actions spoke louder than words. Sure. And he responded with docility to the Holy Spirit. In this dream, and from the dreams to uh, the response and his faithfulness, his desire, uh, his number one concern was his relationship with God and how he responded to that. Then he responded to a, a woman who he, he loved but got pregnant out of wedlock and, and didn't know how to understand that. But he was docile to the will of the Holy Spirit in those promptings. So I think that's one of the best things we can do is lead a, lead a sacramental life, go to confession regularly uh, so you can be in, in, receive the fullness of God's grace, the abundance of his grace, and be able to respond with docility to the, to the will of the Lord. Um, model after the Holy Family, the women, the ladies, and, and I invited my family to come today and didn't get any takers, but uh, <laughs> um, they, uh, they, they'd rather have whatever, but yeah. uh, have fun doing whatever they think is fun, but instead of watch dad, but, uh, but Mary what was, is the heart Amen. of the house. Mm-hmm. And we know that as the heart goes, so goes the house and, and, and uh, so goes the home. And, and Joseph was to lead and direct that, that home. And so we're called to be, as men, we're called to be bishops of our house, St. Joseph of our house, and to lead, but to listen as one of the optional readings yesterday was about women being, being submissive to their husbands, but men are called to love their wives, which means die yeah, to their wives. As Christ loved the church. That's right. Yeah. And that was one of the optional readings yesterday for the Feast of the Holy Family. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're called to do that in head and heart. And so in this case, the, heart, the San Antonio is the heart of Texas. And we all know that the, where Texas goes, the nation's going to go. Yeah. But San Antonio is the heart of Texas. Austin might be the head. We're the heart of Texas right here. And so yes. we have to protect it, culture it, and motivate it. So prayer, pray together as a family, uh, go, to, go to confession as a family, uh, be docile to the will of the Holy Spirit, and really contemplate and pray about this. But 
we have to understand in, in evangelization and talking to them and why this is important is because we all want to have domestic prosperity. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we found in our discussions with people while we were waiting in line to talk and we're at, locked in, we're outside city council chambers because they're so big of a long of a line to get in. And I got, we got in these conversations, people come up and attack us for our position where we're standing in line and we engage in a conversation. We're not backing down, and we're, but we'll listen to them. So mm-hmm. listen is part of that. But when we got into it, the one, the one thing they could never answer, the people that were for this uh, protection of sexual orientation, gender identity class, special classes, which we're all human. We're all, we all deserve protection because we all have the dignity of our, of our Lord because right. we're made in his image and likeness. Every one of us, no matter what lifestyle you choose, we all deserve that dignity. So, but they're looking for special class protections. This is above just normal, ordinary human protections and, and uh, for a chosen way of life. And they, uh, so, but one thing they could never, they all, that always got them thinking was we, for the future of our society, of our, of our, not only our city, but our nation, yeah. the world, we have to have and protect the relationship between man and woman and the freedom to have that, that protection uh, because we will not have a society. And no society will exist without man and wife and the natural fruit of their love mm-hmm. being offspring. And otherwise we will have no domestic prosperity. We'll have domestic failure. Mm-hmm. And so what really plants a seed, and you can, uh, if time allow, we could expand into that. But I would say look towards that to have a conversation about what it takes to procreate. Uh, and, and obviously the conjugal act is intended for unification and procreation. We know that. And, and uh, that's why it's so sacred and, and uh, to do that and hold uh, families together. Uh, but to perpetuate our society, we have to have procreation. Mm-hmm. Amen. There's no exactly. procreation, so especially naturally, yeah. Think, yeah, uh, without and, that. And I think I read recently that um, um, that the Pope was decrying that the the, de- the decline of the population in Italy because people are not having more than less than two children. Right. You know, it's just um, over. You know, overall, and you know, in China and other places are where they 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 limit um, or they used to. I think China. But um, and it's 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 um, it's unfortunate that you know the the side that wants to regulate family size and the ability our ability to procreate are legislating themselves into extinction. They are. Wow. That's why and, artificially uh-huh. is so it becomes so exactly. important for them because it won't be any other means. Exactly. Artificially is this what we have. You know, we've got through. just a couple of minutes left in the program and I wanted to make sure that uh, we brought up, you know, one of the uh, next major uh, events that you, you're hosting or co-sponsoring uh, here in the city of St. Anthony, Patrick, uh, and that's, of course, the uh, 2022 March for Life. Uh, in fact, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about that uh, as we have only yes. uh, just a couple of minutes left. Yes, speaking of life. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Uh, so uh, for more information, go to SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com, SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com. You'll find information about our issue here with the non-discrimination ordinance, the unjust non-discrimination ordinance, and the March for Life. Um, info at San Antonio Family Association. If you're a business owner and would like to be consider the pros and cons, educate and be educated on what's com- potentially coming legally, please e- email us at info at San Antonio Family Association.com. Put religious liberty in there in the subject line. We'll know what it's about. Uh, but tomorrow we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Innocents. Yeah. Two days after, three days after Christmas in this case, at Christmas Day uh, and, and um, on the 28th. And the Feast of the since we all know it's about somewhere around 27 babies were slaughtered uh, in response to King Herod and his uh, seeking out to destroy the Christ child, and uh, who are two years and younger. 
And so these children died for our Lord um, and because they, he was seeking to destroy yeah. the, Jesus. And, mm-hmm. and so we, um, January 22nd, 1973, was Roe versus Wade decision, the uh, unjust decision on and uneducated decision on uh, Roe v. Wade by the United States Supreme Court with legalized surgical and legalized abortion throughout all nine months of pregnancy or gestation. Well, as you know, the Tex Hartby law has come up before there now twice, but the Supreme Court is still standing. Thanks be to God. Amen. And uh, thank you to the state legislature and the, and the governor for signing that into law. And I mentioned that our religious liberty case here with the Save Chick-fil-A law and the Tex Hartby law are directly linked and uh, another a future session to talk about that. But one of the things about protecting the family, protecting, defending, promoting the family, part of SAFE's mission is protect life. There's no family without life. Right. <laughs> and, and so January 22nd uh, of next year, 2022, we'll be hosting, uh, along with other organizations um, like Allied Women's Center and Chavano Family Practice are currently uh, sponsors. We've had others before, and we're hopefully, hopefully they'll come online as well uh, as co-host. But uh, that day at 1 o'clock, we'll be stepping off with a march from Main Plaza, downtown San Antonio, which is the heart, right right by the heart of San Antonio. You all know where the heart of San Antonio is? Where's that? The heart of San Antonio is the center point is inside San Fernando Cathedral. Wow. There's a wow. marker in the, <laughs> inside San Fernando Cathedral that says the center point of the city of San, San Antonio. And that is the heart of San Antonio. That's the access point of San Antonio and everything's built around it. Right in front of San Fernando Cathedral is Main Plaza. Right next to San Fernando Cathedral is the city council chambers. Mm-hmm. And right catty corner of, of that on the same pl- Main Plaza area uh, is the county Bear County Courthouse. So decisions for the city and county are made right there. Mm-hmm. The, and the San Fernando Cathedral is right between them. Right there is a perfect place to pray for our city mm-hmm. and our county and our state because everything, the heart is here. So January 22nd, 1 p.m., we step off the Great March about a mile long. And um, <clears throat> to, uh, we'd love to have you come and, and join us. Yes, it is the same day as the Texas Rally for Life in Austin. But if you're not uh, traveling up to Austin and, and going up for that, we invite you to come join us here. We'll have some great speakers. Main we'll have, Plaza in main front Plaza. of uh, San Fernando one, Cathedral. 1 p.m. Excellent. Amen. Well, thank you, Patrick, for joining us today again. For more information on the good work that San Antonio Family Association Association is doing, visit their website at SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com. And until next time and throughout this week, let's all continue to labor with love, joy, and zeal in our hearts. In his vineyard. Merry Christmas, everybody, and may you have a joyous celebration of the new year. God bless all of you. Did you know that when you shop online this year at smile.amazon.com and click on La Promesa Foundation, a percentage of your purchase goes to the GRN? So whether you're shopping online for yourself or others, you're also helping to support GRN's mission of evangelization. It's a soul-saving mission, and now it's only a click away. Again, just go to smile.amazon.com and click La Promesa Foundation. On behalf of the GRN, may you have a blessed Advent and a Merry Christmas. Guadalupe Radio Network would like to thank Real Mission Media for their support of our mission to help save souls for the greater glory of God. For more information, find them on the web at realmissionmedia.com. That's R-E-E-L, missionmedia.com. Don't rely on Uncle Bob to record your dance moves with his new smartphone. Prayerfully consider hiring Real Mission Media. You can also find out more information about Real Mission Media on YouTube. That's R-E-E-L, Mission Media. 
it started like it does for many people, question my faith and question authority. And I feel that the reason why I left was the, the draw of the world. The world was pulling me away. Some people would say, you know, Satan would, you know, Satan was working on me. He did not want me in church. He wanted me to be desperate. He wanted me to have the thoughts of suicide. I started to realize that a lot of the things that I experienced in my life were a result of my rebellion against God and against authority. Coming back to the church is the first step in healing from all of the hurts of the world. I went from being desperate and in despair to finding hope and encouragement for, for the future. I'm on God's team. I, I know who I belong to and I know where I'm going and there's nothing that can separate me from God's love. Take another look at the Catholic Church. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. Shining the light of truth on the path of salvation. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. This is KJMA 89.7 FM. Floresville, San Antonio. Also streaming the truth to the world at grnonline.com. It's food for the immortal soul, all day and all night.